good. What do you, how do you feel? Tell uh, me what we're doing. It's happening. It's happening. Oh. You have talked me into this finally. <laughs> <laughs> Took us long enough. I know. What, yeah. I, I don't even remember when, when you started talking about it, but yeah, we're doing it. So here we go. Here we go. The Hope. Brent Lamb podcast featuring. Featuring. <laughs> Featuring me, I guess, but it's more featuring you. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've just, uh, I've just, you had the idea to do a podcast a couple of years ago. It was something you wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, "Yes, do it, do it, do it." And then, you know, time. time I said keeps, no, no, no. Yeah, and uh, we couldn't quite figure out what you wanted to do mm-hmm. with it. And the kind of podcast that I listen to, I love the conversational sit down and let's tell some stories and, mm-hmm. and you know. Have like real life stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So um, thinking back over my childhood watching you with your career, obviously music, but mm-hmm. a lot of it was storytelling. Yeah. that Yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of just accidentally fell into that. You know, gosh, my career started in 1978. Oh, my gosh, you're so old. I know. It was right after the Civil War. <laughs> uh, you were like, like five yeah, yeah, when you started. Yeah, I was five, right? yeah. I'm in my 40s now. <laughs> and you're in your 30s, so that's weird. <laughs> I I just always did did music, you know, and we got married young, and we signed a contract, a record contract early. And like most artists, most young artists, one of the things that labels don't teach you is what are you going to talk about and if you ever go watch young artists in concert you you notice that and so I kind of stumbled through that and it all changed in 1990 I was a recording artist and I was doing Christian music and so I hadn't done a lot of of the country songs I was writing you you had been born in 89 and so my personal life and thought life and all that kind of changed and I was starting to write what you would say was country music and it was about being a dad and being a husband and and started writing songs about my dad and my mom and my grandparents and and all the life stories that I had with them and so I started writing in songs but I'd never I'd never performed them live because I was doing more Christian audience stuff and so I I got booked at a, a camp in California called Hume Lake Christian Camps. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I think I, I, think I know that camp. <laughs> Have you camp. ever met anybody there that I think you I, love? I uh, met my husband there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I get there. I'd, I'd never been to California. That was my first trip to California. It was August of 1990. It was on a Saturday. And so my booking agent had told me I got you booked at this Christian camp. Well, I did Christian camps all the time, and it was for high school students. Right. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to do a youth concert. So all my music was youth-oriented Christian. Yeah, your, your backflips ready, right? Yeah, yeah, backflips off drum risers. And, you That's know, a I, true, I, true story, guys. I think we have a picture of that somewhere. <laughs> I had given up the parachute pants by now. <laughs> so, yeah, I get there, and the place is a ghost town. I didn't see one person walking around. And so... Luckily, I had taken my guitar with me. Good, good. As and, a musician. Uh, it's hanging right here. <laughs> and so I walk around. I'm like, well, I, you know, I was hungry, hadn't had anything to eat. So I was looking. There's got to be a dining hall. There's one at every <laughs> camp. So I go walking, and I find this guy walking towards me. One person. <laughs> Beautiful place. I mean, it's, it's right. 
I haven't been everywhere, so I can't say it's the most beautiful place in the world because I haven't been everywhere in the world. <laughs> but the most beautiful place I've ever been was right. Hume, Hume Lake. I agree. And so I'm looking at the scenery and the mountains and, you know, the lake. And it's summertime, so the weather's beautiful. And I see this guy walking to me. And you work here? And he's like, yeah, I'm the sound guy. And I said, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Brent. I'm doing a concert tonight. He's like, oh, great, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll run your sound and all that stuff. I said, great, great. So where's the concert? And he goes, it's in that building right there. And I said, okay, so how many, like, how many kids do y'all have at these <laughs> concerts? And he goes, well, we, we usually have about 700 people, 600 people, but it's not kids, it's adults and even old people. And I was like, so where are the kids? And he goes, <laughs> oh, they all went home this morning. Yeah. And I was like, well, when are they coming back? Because I'm thinking, I got an airline ticket back to Nashville tomorrow on right. Sunday. Yeah. So he goes, well, the kids will be here tomorrow at noon. There'll be like, you know, close to 3,000 kids, you know, in all the camps. And I was like, well, who comes to the concerts? And he says, it's all the people that rent cabins. And so it's adults or they're here on vacation. And, and you know, there's people that drive up, you know, and want to fish and stuff. And I was like, so it's just old people, adults? <laughs> and he goes, like, yeah. And I was like, Okay, so in my mind, I'm thinking, I have this rock concert. So I kind of went back to my room, and I was kind of in a panic mode, and I just said, all right, what, what can I do? And I came up with this country stuff I was writing about our family and about my grandparents and parents and my kids and all that stuff, you know, and I, I had like seven songs. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how, what in the world am I going to do for an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> and so I just wrote those songs down. I wrote some lyrics because I didn't, I mean, these, these were songs I'd just written. Right. But I hadn't performed, so I really didn't know the songs. And it's like, all right, so I practiced these songs on my guitar, you know. And, and so it comes time for the concert. So I did a song or two. They seemed to like it. And then I started telling kind of the story behind the song. Yeah. Like this next song I'm going to do is this, and it's this song came from my dad or my granddad, or this is a love song I wrote for my wife, and yeah. and started adding stories of things like where where the song came from, and and they were comical because our life is <laughs> you know so serious. Yeah, we're so serious, and, and we just it's crazy, you know. We just we love chaos and we love laughing, and we're loud and we offend most people that. <laughs> I know. Or scare them. They're either scare scared them. or offended. Like, are y'all like this all the time? Like, pretty much. Um, but we love life and we love to laugh and stuff. And so I just started telling and the place came apart. They were laughing. People were crying. I mean, belly laughing. <laughs> and I got through that hour and a half. And they were like, this is one of the greatest things we've ever had. And I was like. I love it. So I got on the plane and I flew home. And. Laurie's like, how'd it go? I was like, well, it wasn't a youth concert. It was a bunch of adults. And she's like, oh, my gosh, what did you do? Yeah. And I said, I did a bunch of these songs that we've been writing, you know, because mom writes, you know, she she writes a lot of stuff with me. And I was like, I did these songs. And then I told this story. She's like, you told that story? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I had to. I had an hour and 15 to take right. And I said, but, babe, I'm on to something. Those people loved it. Like I said, they went to the merch table and said, where's where's the CD with all the stories on it? And, yeah. of course, I didn't have that. All I had was music. And so I said, you know, that's 
we 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 have to do a comedy record. I think we got to yeah. do a comedy record. She's like, "You're not a comedian." I was <laughs> like, "I don't see myself as a comedian either." But you know, people think my life's funny, so <laughs> it's like, I yeah. Say, so, you know, around our family, we laugh at each other. These yeah. people were laughing with me, yeah. you know. And I, and I you know I didn't know if it was you know I was born and raised in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, I speak with a draw. It's <laughs> like I don't know if like the California people had only seen people like me on TV. They'd never yeah. seen anybody like that in person. Um, and so, I mean, it was just like, okay, this is a whole new page. I mean, yeah, that's what, I mean, your whole career, that's what it kind of turned into being. That's why people booked you and came to see you. They wanted to hear the stories too. And later on, you did do a, a comedy album. Yeah. And uh, the title was one of my favorite titles. I wanted to use it for the podcast, but it is not available uh, tell us what that title is. That title is True Stories I Made Up. I just mean, that is just the best. I, I love <laughs> it. Uh, I love it. Um, but yeah, that that kind of became who the Brent Lamb show was. I mean, that, if you yeah. went to see Brent Lamb, it was to laugh and and uh, or be touched in some way and feel something. Yeah, I, I had people say, I have, I've had people come up at a show with one of my CDs and go, we've got the CD. We love it. But are you going to tell the story <laughs> yes. about, you know, it's like, okay, I hadn't planned on telling that. And you're like, <laughs> oh, we love that story. <laughs> like, wow. So they're, they're coming to hear the stories as, as much as the music. So right. that's a, a twofer. Yeah. Well, growing up, um, we used to say we, we took in a lot of strays, but, um, <laughs> you know, and we did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, my memories of growing up, um, there was always something, somebody there for dinner, for a holiday, um, just hanging out. And it always ended, and this was with friends, family, strangers. I mean, it always ended up either on the back porch mm-hmm. or around the kitchen table right. telling stories. And now Hunter and Hayden, my brothers and I, as adults, that's what we do. I mean, that's what we love to do. And even, I mean, every time we get together... It's like, what was that story? What happened when, yep, you we know, do that. I mean, still to this day. And so that's why I'm really excited for this podcast mm-hmm. is just to kind of share some of the old stories, tell yeah. some of the new ones. I mean, it's been a while since that comedy album, if yeah, we want to call it that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to to just share some stories with everybody. Yeah. And I mean, you've you've had to force me. In a, you know. I know. Um, but I, prom- I promised him that y'all would like him and that you would like yeah, this podcast. Have, so please show up. <laughs> I have complied. Um, I I just don't. I mean, in my mind, that's like. At first, I was thinking, no, nobody wants to listen to me talk and tell stories. But, but you're right. When people come, like that, that are friends or or from people from church or. People come to our house or they come here on vacation and they stay with us or they're passing through and they stay with us. That's, that's the thing they talk about. Like, we right. love to get with the lambs because we laugh. I know. <laughs> it's like therapy. And it's like, we don't think about that because uh-huh. it's just our family. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in my 30s now, Dad. Can you believe that? But I'm learning as I grow and mature and, you know, I feel like I'm just now getting into my adult years. But... I'm learning that not everybody's family is like that. And I think a lot of it has to do with being raised in the South and 
I think that's a lot of the Southern culture is sitting around and telling mm-hmm. stories and all that. But yeah, I'm learning with my friends and, you know, other families, they don't sit around and, and tell the same stories over and over. And even my sister-in-laws, they're, they're so funny. They're like, oh my gosh, yes, we've been in the family for 15 years. We, we've heard that story. Yep. But we don't care. We still, t- still, <laughs> we tell, still it. tell it. It's just, I don't know if it's a comfort thing or what, but I love telling them and listening to them. And, and, you know, yeah, some of them have been exaggerated over the years. Yeah, that's I the, think, uh, I think a lot of them have been exaggerated. That's the art, of, the, that's the art of storytelling. That's right? why it's true stories I made up. <laughs> right. Well, who do you think in your life, who was the biggest storyteller? Where do you think you got that? Well, my dad was, but I think like in my mind as a kid, my mom's family, we were with them a lot more. And, and so my mom's dad, my Papa Drake was like in my mind, I see him trying to tell stories and his his face is beet red, <laughs> and he can't he can't he's laughing so hard, and tears are coming out of his eyes, and he can't even, you know, he gets to yeah. the, the part of the story where you go, and everybody knows everybody knows yeah, the punchline, so to speak, and he's like, you know, tell it, and he's like, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, so I, we've always done that, and yeah. it, it wasn't something that we, we ever said we want our family to be like this. It's naturally who we are. Right. It's just like we do things that are hilarious or stupid and, <laughs> you know, and we know we're going to get laughed at and we're laughing at ourselves. But also it's just like things happen and good, bad, or tragic. I mean, it's, yeah. we, we have learned to laugh. And, and you know, when, when, when me and your mom got married, we, we would tell other couples, learn to laugh. Yeah. You know, if you don't learn to laugh, you won't make it. Right. Like marriage is a full-time job and raising children is even more of a full-time job. And we just said, we're going to laugh. Yeah. And, you know, learn to laugh and enjoy the ride. Oh, yeah. Which is a line we put in a song called Roller Coaster. We were watching the movie, I think it was Parenthood with Steve uh-huh. Martin. Yes. And and there's a scene in that movie where the wife's mom, is, and she's she's an elderly woman, and, and and their life is just like total chaos. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff's falling apart everywhere. And so this grandma who looks like she's a hundred, she says, you know, some people love the roller coaster. It goes up, it goes down, it's fast, it jerks you around sometimes, but it's exciting. Yeah. He goes, and some people like the merry-go-round. It's low to the ground, it's slow, and it's just the same old same, same. old around and around and around. And she's like, personally, I like the roller coaster better. So she gets up and she goes, I'll be in the car. And so she walks out and gets in the car. And I think Steve Martin comes in and goes, you know, his wife goes, did you hear what she said? That was brilliant. (laughs) And then Steve says something like, she's so brilliant. Why is she sitting in the neighbor's car (laughs) waiting on us? But we saw that like, man, that's, that's our life. And we really identified with that, with that scene of that movie. And it's like, we got to write a song about that because that's, You know, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. Sometimes you feel like you're spinning around, but, you know, learn to laugh and enjoy the ride. Life's like a roller coaster ride. And so, yeah, it's just kind of who we are. And so if people want to listen to that every week, you know, I'd be willing to sit down and talk. I'm, I'm, I'm also putting some 
Uh, I've got two books I'm writing. Oh. One's a autobiography. Like my, I mean, we can talk about this, but you know about the podcast, and then, so we'll have these weekly programs. And um, but yeah, I'm just I'm writing my story. I I really started writing it not for the public. I don't think anybody <laughs> who cares, you know. <laughs> but I I wrote it for you guys, and then you know I have five grandchildren. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And They're not all five for me, though. Let's make that clear. That's clear. Yeah, yeah. That's clear. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I just if, if if people will get encouraged about our family and 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 laugh with us or maybe cry with us, and it hasn't all been fun. I mean, no. But you, it, it's how you handle that and how you process it, and and it either it either makes you better or it makes you bitter, and it either draws you closer to one another or it spreads you out. And and right. isolation is never the answer. Mm-mm. Well, I'm excited, and I'm too. I I think this will be fun, and if yeah. nobody else listens, I think it'll be fun for us to have. Yeah, when when your kids are adults and you're you're a grandparent, they'll like. I actually have. Yeah. Like my mom and my granddad on right. on tape, we can listen to this. No, they won't say on tape. They won't say on tape. <laughs> <laughs> tape? What's tape? I've Scott's heard tape? that cassettes are making their way back. You know, really? like how vinyl has its yeah, its moment yeah. now. Uh, cassettes are the new thing. There was a a young girl singer put out um, her single on a cassette. So I guess we're gonna have to start. Making the players again because does your car have a no, cassette player? No, no. My, my truck doesn't. But it, apparently, it's coming back around. So wow, maybe you can do your your next record on cassette. <laughs> that would be oh crazy. That would be like a time warp. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, do you want to tell everybody what you've got going on now? What your life looks like now as a very old man. <laughs> Yeah, I well, I've retired twice, oh. and I suck at it. So <laughs> <laughs> I will not be writing a book on how to retire successfully. So what I'm doing now, um, I've been a worship pastor. Wild. Do you think you would have ever thought no, that? You, no, but you know what? It's like <laughs> I told God I would never be on church staff. I'd never live in California. <laughs> and in about a five-year span, I did both of those. Yeah. Um, because you were a worship pastor once before at a previous church in California. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so, but I've been here for nine years at this church, and it's a it's a great place, great team, great people. It's a, we joke about it. We're a mega church of three hundred people. <laughs> my previous church was you know four thousand three or four campuses, and that was my right. introduction to church staff. It was crazy now that I'm older, it's like this is a great pace at my church, and I lead most Sundays and now you know with everything we're doing, we're on YouTube, you know oh wow, coming up in the world yeah, i have to I have to I have to shower and shave and all that stuff so <laughs> every Sunday because we're filming um so that's new, but yeah i'm I love being a pastor. I finally believe my mentors that used to tell me is like. You know, you make a living as a professional vocalist and songwriter, but you have a pastor's heart. I right. I finally believe that. Yeah. I long to see people win at life. Yeah. Obviously spiritually, but I, I love I long to just love to see people win in their marriage, in their parenting, and just life in general, and just like enjoy life. I love doing that, and so as a pastor, I get to encourage them, mentor them. Uh, teach classes, have them in our home, 
and and say, yeah, this is this is here's the things we did right, and here's the things we did wrong, and if you have any wisdom at all, learn learn from both of those. Yeah. And, and we just want to see people win. I love it. Love it. Well, I think we're gonna wrap up on our yeah, first. Yeah, they're playing the uh, they're playing the oh, shut yeah, up we, music. We gotta get out of here. Um, but I I hope I hope you come back. What's that? Y'all come back now, you hear? You hear? But really, we do. We hope you come back. We hope you listen. Um, please like and subscribe, Dad. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn that that phrase. And um, email us. Oh yeah, we got an email set up. Uh, Brentlampodcast at gmail.com. There's no the, right? Nope. It's just Brentlampodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. If you have questions for us. You can find us on Facebook at just Brentland Music. Mm-hmm. Instagram is Brentland Podcast. And uh, yeah, let us know if there are, like he was saying earlier, if there's specific stories that you love and want to hear again or have, you know, available to share with people, please let us know and maybe you'll hear it on the show. Please share with your friends and come back and listen and uh, come along for this roller coaster right. ride with Learn to us. laugh and enjoy the ride. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. I love you. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye.